If you like this podcast, check out Studio Red's amazing lineup of podcasts at StudioRedMedia.com. Welcome to QT with RT. I'm Ryan. I'm Todd. And today we're talking about the snobbiness of Scorsese. All right, Ryan. So the world is rocked by a very controversial... You're talking about global. You're talking about Ellen and George Bush. No, no. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm not talking about the NBA in China. I'm not talking about Trump. <laughs> We're talking about something this even is, more important. This is to the far global worse level. than the Kurds being killed <laughs> in Turkey. <laughs> uh, we're just kidding. Scorsese about that. hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, we are definitely joking yeah. about the Kurds thing. Yeah, that's for actually a truly terrible thing. <laughs> yes, exactly. That is truly horrible. Yeah. Our heart goes out to all you. Yeah. Uh, you fought ISIS, and we never forget that. Yes, Apparently, our president yes, does. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but even less important, but more important to our conversation today. <laughs> Uh, Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese, the one and only. Martin Douglas Scorsese. The director of movies like Raging Bull. Uh-huh. Uh, did he do Taxi? Yeah. Yeah, Taxi. Uh, he's in Taxi. Is he really? Yeah. Oh. Like, he's this guy I that, never like, actually watched Taxi. You watched it and said it was horrible. Garbage movie. Yeah. Um, uh... What other movies has he done? I done a, I'm blanking on a, a Shutter Island, yep. the classic Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, Any, anything Leonardo DiCaprio has been in, The Departed, <laughs> The Departed, which didn't is he do really good. good. Didn't he do uh, Goodfellas? He did Goodfellas, yeah, Goodfellas. not like any mobster movie, and yep. then the new movie coming out that everyone's raving about, The Irishman. Yep, and, and he also did that Silence one too, right? Where it's like yes, the, the monk. Yes. Yeah. Or whatever. The Jesuit monks. The, the Jesuit monks. Yeah. yeah, and I mean he's done like I mean we. He yeah. and Spielberg are like yeah. friends, and yeah. they're like the original guys. Yeah, supposedly Spielberg was the one that convinced Scorsese to move out to L.A. and start working for the studios, right? Because he was like all about independent film in New York, yeah. and Spielberg was like, "Get over yourself. These guys are going to pay you lots yeah. of money to make movies. Yeah, it's going to be so much easier if you just join the studio system." And so he's the one that like convinced him. To yeah, go. and Scorsese, like to his credit, is groundbreaking in the same way that like Spielberg was. Yeah. You know, like he's done so much. Yeah. He's like, a great director. He's a great director. Yeah. I mean, you watched Wolf of Wall Street how many times <laughs> in theaters? Because <laughs> maybe you're having like the economic class and stuff. Oh, you yeah, ended up right. watching it like five times. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's like, right. it's a good movie, but you're like, <laughs> you saw way more than you actually watched yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, that was, I for, totally forgot about that. Yeah, I was in a um, human resources mm-hmm. class for my MBA. And the teacher was like, had read Wolf of Wall Street and then took the whole class to go see it because yep. it was an evening class. Yeah. And we all then went and saw Wolf of Wall Street. And I had seen it already. And I yeah. was like, there's some scenes in this movie that are going to be very awkward to watch yeah. with my teacher, yeah. who was a late older lady. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I don't think she knows what's in this movie. <laughs> and then I like come in kind of late. She bought popcorn for everybody and drinks and paid for their movie tickets, which was really nice. Yeah. I mean, it was cool to go to a movie yeah. for a class. Yeah. I mean, that was fun. That's the, that is like better than a teacher rolling in the, 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 yes, the exactly. TV, you know. The TV cart. Yeah, yes, exactly. exactly. It's like, no, uh, you're getting to go. To yeah, exactly. The good old days of that TV <laughs> cart. You'd hear that TV cart and you'd be like, oh, man, Ooh, we're watching something today. <laughs> um, but, uh, of course, she like makes sure everybody's good and gets what they have. And I'm like sitting in the back because I'm like, I do not want to <laughs> sit close enough to people 
But when, Rob, Rob, uh, Robbie, Margot, Robbie, yeah, Robbie yeah. No. yeah, or when they're doing cocaine off yeah. of hookers, and um, and then the teacher sits next to me because <laughs> I'm in the back, and she's like, "Oh, there's somebody right there," and she yeah. like comes in and sits down right next to me, and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> And then, uh, and so then, at that point, I was just like, "I'm just going to embrace this awkwardness." Yeah. So for the rest of my life, I have this story. Yeah. Uh, Did it take you back to the days of thunder? <laughs> yes, exactly. When you're a kid, yeah. sitting next to an adult yeah. figure. Yeah, my teacher put her eyes over her <laughs> hands, hands over, over my eyes. eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, anyways, yes, Martin Scorsese, though, nonetheless, is a great director, yeah. a and, great and, career. A, yeah. Actors love working with him, and yeah. he's been critical of like superhero movies before. Like he's yeah. the one that said the superhero movies are the modern western, and that they will go out of style. Well, that was Spielberg. No, that was Scorsese. Spielberg said that too. Uh, you can look it up. It's Scorsese because I know like constantly Scorsese is always talking bad because Spielberg's doing a superhero movie. No, Spielberg and uh, George Lucas both trash talk superhero movies too. Oh, you can look it up. Anyway, go look it up. So, um, this is this is not anything. So, what did he actually say? So, uh, because have, we haven't actually said it yet. So, yeah, so, for people who are out of the loop, what yeah. did Scorsese say about superhero? In a new interview, he essentially someone asked him like, "What do you think of the juggernauts that Marvel has become?" And he just straight out said like. They're not cinema. Like, they're theme parks where people go and have an experience and fun time. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. So, all these old school guys, you're right. <laughs> so, Scorsese just joined the chorus. Yeah, yeah. So, of yes, haters. I just showed Todd for all of you that. But Spielberg's making a superhero movie. Well, that doesn't mean that he, I mean, yeah, but yeah, he's so. a sellout. <laughs> no, I mean, he you're, made... not a, you're not a sellout, Spielberg. I love you. Please I mean, he was sell the day he made Jaws. So uh, <laughs> the high, the blockbuster movie he created this. Spielberg uh, did. Uh, that's true. He did. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So he's been critical of him in general. So yeah. they asked him about it. Scorsese. Scorsese. Yeah. And yeah, and he said that uh, superhero movies aren't real cinema. Yeah. That they're just theme parks. Yeah. In the form of a movie. And the reason that irks people is definitely the wording in which he said that. Like, he could be like, oh, they're not for me. Or I don't think of them as, like, classical, like, filmmaking or something, you know? Yeah, they're not Citizen Kane. Yeah, what he essentially said is, it's not even in the same, like... Right, he's basically saying, like, they're not really movies. Yeah. They're just garbage entertainment. Yeah. Or it's just, not art in any it's way. It's just a thrill ride that you go. It's just like yeah. going to Six Flags. And there's like an elitist view of theme parks. You know, like yeah. there is this idea of like, ugh, theme parks are where the poor can't actually go to Bali or, you know. Yeah, or or museums yeah, and exactly. art and exactly. symphonies. And, and so the way he said Fine that, art versus just crude entertainment. Yeah. Thrills. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and I was like, have you seen Infinity Wars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scorsese, you should listen to our podcast where we break down these superhero movies. Um, but uh, I would say I'm not surprised by any means. No, and we're not here to actually like do a talk show about Scorsese because, to be honest, who cares? We don't really care what Scorsese says, yeah. and we all knew that that's how Scorsese felt ahead beforehand. I mean, if he was the guy who thought that Hollywood studio movies were too you know, entertainment, culture, uh, like uh, money-making machines, 
back when he was young and living in New York and Spielberg had to convince him to come to L.A. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's going to think superhero movies are even worse yeah. if he wasn't even cool with yeah. the movies that were being made back in the 70s. Yeah. You know, I mean, because it's like those movies weren't even anywhere close to what they are now. Yeah. You know, thanks, like you said, to Spielberg making blockbusters and it eventually ending up being then what it is now. Yeah. But um, I think what's more interesting would be interesting to talk about um, would be what we think. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I was saying when we were discussing having this idea, I said, like, is that okay? Like, to have cinema be more than just like art. You know, yeah. I think cinema can be a multitude of things. Like, yeah. entertainment is a multitude yeah. of things. And I, I don't know if you have or not, but I've definitely had different film friends who are what I would call film snobs right. who do feel like that there is a a cinema that is art and cinema that is entertainment and they like to really kind of distinguish between the two yeah. and they're usually the ones that want to go make the more artistic stuff. So usually they are the more, like I said, the film snob yeah. who they're almost like, I'm not not making that. I, I prefer a Citizen Kane, if you will. <laughs> or, you know, almost like if they were if we were all chefs instead of filmmakers, mm-hmm. they would be the ones that were like, well, macaroni and cheese isn't like an actual dish. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, people eat it all yeah. the time. Even though, uh, like, world-renowned famous chef uh, Chang, Jeff, Jeff. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Chang. He, like, loves Domino's pizza. <laughs> you know, and he's just like, yeah. yeah, this is really good pizza. And he has, like, all these friends are like, what? And he's like, it's good pizza. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, And so kind of in the same way where they're like, oh, that's not real food, you yeah. know? And it's like, oh, that's not real cinema. That's not real movies. <laughs> uh, and um, so I'd be curious to hear uh, your thoughts on it, yeah. and then I'll share my thoughts on it. Um, and kind of like to us, if we, like, do you break down movies in those kind of categories? Do you see more, do you think there's a place for, uh, in kind of the movies as art, yeah. cinema, as yeah. I think... Scorsese was saying it uh, is does movies that are more blockbustery like Jaws or like um, Infinity Wars fall in? Can they be? Do they have artistic qualities like that? Do you think they do? do they, I don't know. I just think yeah. it'd be interesting to hear your thoughts because me and you have actually never yeah. really talked about it because I think my my assumption is we actually agree. Yeah, which is probably why we never yeah, talked we, about it. Yeah, but, and we might agree for different reasons. Yeah. You know, like kind of yeah. like. Uh, yeah, but a conversation like this, I've had with Michael Moncrief like a million times. <laughs> but I I'm, know what he said. Yeah, or Brian Tan, <laughs> yeah. or even like Travis Sawyer. Like yeah. when I was filming uh, the thing with Justin a couple weeks ago, um, Travis was talking about how he doesn't think any movie looks good in a sixteen by nine ratio, <laughs> um, and that the only one that looks good is a two, th- <laughs> two, three, four, or. Two, three, five, whatever. Uh, so, and he's like, I can't think of a single movie that he thinks looks better in yeah. a 16 by 9 ratio. And I was like, I've never even thought about that before. I can I did- only watch cinema if it's black and white, there's no vocals, <laughs> <laughs> there's an old piano. Yeah. The piano is it live with me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just kept my mouth shut because I was like, I don't know if I've ever even thought about that before when I'm watching a movie, but... Oh, interesting. So, anyways, I'd be interested yeah. to hear your thoughts since me and you have never thought of, talked about it before. Yeah. Well... I mean, let's go. Let's go back to like what Scorsese and those directors even like think. It isn't like I mean, we talked about Tarantino like all the time, talking about the emotion, like the whole making of movies is like an orchestra. It's, yeah, it's you're playing the audience, and it's like that's the whole point is to feel something when you go and watch it, whether it's 
laughter, whether it's uh, disdain or sadness. Right. You know, there's a you go to the movies to experience a story that makes you feel something. Yeah, and the worst movies are not like the ones that make you angry. They're the ones that make you feel completely bored out of your mind. Yeah. Like those are the worst. I mean, that's why I really had such a negative reaction towards Solo because I was like, this movie is so just bland. Like it was so across the board, just like you could tell they just put it together. Where Marvel, maybe when they were starting, they were trying to find their legs and stuff like that. Yeah. But for the most part, I mean, the Fendi saga there at the end, like, was amazing. Yeah. I mean, Allie, when we went to go see Endgame, she got to the theater before me, and she was saying that a husband and wife came out, and they were in the car next to her, and they got in, and the husband just started sobbing. Wow. He just sat down and just started sobbing at the wheel. And a lot of people could be like, well, that's just because of a multitude of movies connecting everyone together. Or he's a huge nerd. Right. But it's like, I mean, you a series of books and, uh, like, your yeah. favorite character dies after, like, five of those books. And you're, like, devastated because yeah. over the years you kind of grew up right. with it. It's it's the what makes these characters that don't exist. This is the reality of it. These characters are fiction, but you are connected to them like they're real. Yeah. That's a powerful thing. Yeah, so you're saying just to... Um... Yeah, bring it back. Well, no, just to just to put it in different words, what you would be saying then is one of the classifications you would use for what is cinema mm-hmm. in the form of the artistic, the cinema arts. Yeah, you know that Scorsese was saying these aren't cinema, these aren't artistic cinema. They, you know, they wouldn't fall in the cin- cinema arts category yeah. of of art. Uh, that you're saying to use cinema arts is a film that makes you feel something and draws your yes. emotions and creates empathy and sympathy and faith yeah. and fictional characters yeah. and, and these stories that are all made up and then saying that these are doing that. Yeah. So that, yeah, would, I mean, that would be a, a plus for they are cinema. <laughs> I mean, also they're using cameras. They're using yeah. all the things that makes it, you know, like it, yeah. it, there is this, I grew up, my dad loved Norman Rockwell. Yeah. And like we had tons of pictures. It wasn't until I was older that I realized that like Norman Rockwell in the art community is kind of like, mm. Yeah. You know, that's the every Oh, that's art. interesting. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And it's like, I love his art. You know, like yeah. it's, it doesn't matter what, you know, if you really want to dig in deep on what true art is and stuff. It's all fake. Like it's yeah. you know, it's curated by museums, and they are the ones that put value on these things. Right. Like there are people that can make. You know, that's why people are like, "Well, my kid could do that." Well, that's the whole point. Is that the modern art is trash because museums are setting this price on it. Yeah. You know, and they're making it into these things. Now, sometimes someone can look at blotches on the wall and feel something. Yeah. That was the whole thing with Parks and Rec, where Tom had this. Uh, they were making a poster for Pawnee and kind of showing their department. And Tom hires this guy to make something. And, you know, it's just really modern and stuff. Yeah. And, like, Tom looks at it and he's just, like, gets so emotional. <laughs> like, suddenly he's like, I feel like my mortality. And, like, it, you know, it's just, like, really funny. But, I mean, that's that's what Marvel movies, you know, that right. goes back to cinema. Is different people are going to get different reactions out of different stories because of the experiences they've had. You know, like everyone comes to the movie for different reasons. Yeah. Maybe someone wants to come and watch explosions. That's fine. Someone maybe wants to watch a Mopsa movie, the 20th one Scorsese's made, you know? Right. <laughs> and they're right. like, this is amazing. Yeah. 
after a while, all mobster movies are the same. Yeah. You know, all Westerns are the same. That would have actually been a funny thing. Instead of saying, like, it's going to go the way of the Westerns, it's going to go the way of the mobster, the mobster movies. movies. <laughs> Ooh, burn. <laughs> Scorsese. Yeah. It, it just, like, to me, I that definitely sounded like someone saying something from ignorance. I don't think he probably maybe saw one Marvel movie and wasn't like that good of a Marvel movie, you know? And he was just like, this is. I probably guarantee he's never seen a Marvel movie. Well, and I think it goes back, kind of like what you're saying about the Norman Rockwell stuff. I, I just feel like there's a certain snobbery yeah. in the film industry and the film community of people who think that they have the ultimate uh, decision on yeah. what is good art and what isn't. Yeah. You know, just like you're saying, like the art community being like, Norman Rockwell's not good art. And it's like, listen, just because you guys as this little small niche of art critics say it doesn't, yeah, doesn't mean that it isn't good yeah. art. Like if the rest of the country, majority of us think it is art, then yeah. it's art. Because yeah. like what you're saying, it's like to a certain degree, art's value is derived from the people who are the viewer, the audience, the participant in that art. And if the audience says it's good, then it's good. Yeah, exactly. Because it's all relative. Yeah. You know, and, and like, you know, sorry, Scorsese, but like millions and millions and millions of people yeah. have watched these movies and like them. Yeah. So they're art. Yeah. Like, like the people that don't like Marvel movies to the people who do like Marvel movies, the people who like them definitely outweigh the people who don't. Yeah. And you can see that by the box office. You know, it's like there's a reason why they're making tons of money because people enjoy them and mm -hmm. put value in them and will put value they represent their value by spending their money on it yeah going you know going back to you know simple economics like you know like i value it enough to spend 15 dollars to go see it yeah um so it's like you can't have the these big huge blockbuster movies and say oh they're not art mm -hmm. well if art is something that somebody that this relative thing that subjective a subjective thing yeah. that people decide if they value it or not then the fact that it's cinema is just as subjective yeah yes yeah. yes you know so it's like it it definitely is yeah you know i mean as far as <laughs> as far as being like people appreciate it yeah it is yeah you know well and i think where he's coming from is definitely like the machine mentality that comes with like marvel movies and superhero movies where it's like the cinema to him probably is more like human, but like, I mean, his movie, like this Irishman, it's like the highest budget movie that Netflix has ever produced. You know, yeah. and it's like yeah, you can't well, really be saying stuff. Yeah, about. and that's I mean, all all movies are yeah big machines. Yeah, you know, so it's like maybe to him he feels like it's not from his experience of directing, yeah. but like I guarantee you, the guy who's key grip on his movies still feels like it's yeah. the same as working yeah. on a Marvel movie. You know, it still yeah. requires the machine of yeah. loading trucks and exactly. unloading trucks and renting gear and checking yeah. it out and cleaning it and putting it away and yeah. wrapping up cable. I mean, it's all the same. Yeah. You know? Well, and uh, Josh, uh, a guy we worked with on a little film shoot, he worked on some of the Marvel movies and he was saying that like everything in a Marvel movie is, they, they essentially make the whole movie in uh, storyboard. Like, yeah, like literally name. every frame. Yeah. So you could watch the movie just from the storyboard cartoon. Yeah. Then they film it to the exact specifications. Of that. Yeah. And so that can kind of be like, oh, this is machine-like. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, that's the same with art. Like, there's yeah. people who, like, follow the dotted line when it comes to art. Right, right. Well, and, and make a picture. And, <laughs> and the animatronics, which is what that's called when you take all your, your 
um, storyboards together and you animate it yeah. to where it then becomes like a little movie that you can watch. Uh, like that is art. Yeah. Because like that, like that's the process of making art. It's the same way as like sketching a portrait before you paint it. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's just prep work. Yeah. And any, any good artist is going to like rehearse or practice or come up with what they're going to do before they just go do it. Yeah. No, I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions of artists is that I think people always see the part where they're doing the art part. Yeah. And, you know, whether it's the painting or it's the composing or, you know, and they think, oh, or the playing the song. And wow, they just all of a sudden that just like, boom, came to them, you know. Yeah. And it's like, no, they spent 90% of their time prepping for that. Yeah. And then they, once they had everything figured out, then they went and executed it for 10% of the time. Yeah. And then that's the part that we see, but you don't see all the other stuff where they, you know, worked on it, tweaked it, you know. Like in La La Land, the composer talked about the fact that he, wrote a thousand different versions of those songs in that movie. Wow. And they did it over five years where he would just keep sending stuff to, cause they were roommates in college. And so you kept just sending stuff to Damien Chazelle and Damien would give him feedback. And it's like, they just had been working on it for five years and him writing all these different melodies and motifs and stuff back and forth, back and forth. Then we hear the song and we're like, Oh, it's all great. But it's like, yeah, but that's after a thousand yeah. versions. It's a lot of work, you yeah. know? So it's like, animatronics makes sense. I mean, that's what Pixar does. I mean, yeah. they animatronic everything out before they animate it. You can't be like, oh, that's not art because they figured out what they're doing before they're doing it. No, that's <laughs> that's just a good artist. Yeah. A good artist figures yeah. out what they're doing before they start doing it. Yeah. Well, and you the know? funny thing, the hypocritical kind of thing is trying to just see where Scorsese is coming from because he famously said uh, when asked, like, which Godfather is his favorite one, he said Godfather 2 because that's when Michael Corleone's rich and things are always better when you're rich. And I was like, but then if he's coming towards superhuman movies and he's like, they're just unrealistic because they have superpowers and no one could be that. Not everyone could be rich. You know, yeah. that kind of mindset is the same. Yeah. Like, it's just like we fantasize through these things. That's yeah. the whole point. <laughs> like, yeah. we're watching a movie because we're never going to be a mobster. We right. watch these movies because we're never going to be the cowboy who shoots out at the end of the day yeah. or the superhero. Or Wolf of Wall Street. I yeah. mean, you know, the guy's insane. I mean, now that is based on a true story, but I mean, it's this crazy lifestyle that we're all like, "Whoa, somebody live like this?" Yeah. I mean, to me, the superhero movies are our current cultural version of the Greek gods. Yeah. And like like mythology. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Um and nobody back then would have no, like all these people nowadays are like are you know oh that's not real art they would totally say that like plato and all those guys aristotle that wrote about the greek gods they would all say that homer they would all say that those guys were art yeah you know that those were artistic plays and you know these like foundational artistic beginnings of theater yep. you know um and yet then it's like well then why is that not the case now yeah you know so well because there is you know wine is only good if it's old you know like yeah. it's this kind of idea of like things will age i wonder if we'll look back on the superhero movies with a different reverence than we have now you yeah. know yeah because there's everything's so new like people think about like the first superman and there is a different mindset now like yeah. that's kind of come back into the zeitgeist and being like that was a real superhero movie you know yeah. yep. like people are starting to really like look back and I mean, 50, 70 years yep. from now, yep. look back in the Infinity Saga and be like, wow, that yeah. changed the course of events. So. One thing, I mean, and uh, one thing we haven't talked about yet, but as far as, like, my feeling of why yeah. it just entertainment 
yeah. is art. Um, is that I think the other thing is like the the more like pop entertainment or the stuff that's like current entertainment. Um, superhero movies would definitely fall into that category. Uh, currently, is just the fact that it also is becomes a time capsule for like where the country in the masses is feeling. Yeah, you know, almost like at the top of the you know if you almost um, think of sort of culture in the 2000s mm-hmm. you know 2000 2010 almost as like a as like a mug of you know coffee or something and like that top layer is almost kind of like where like superhero movies are at um and i feel like it's sort of these kind of bigger movies sort of like um capture sort of like this is sort of how the country was feeling about things yeah you know so i mean even like tv shows and different stuff you know it's like you go back and you look at like shows in the 2000s early 2000s it's like 24 yeah was a huge show yeah. you know and it's like okay so and it's like he's always like fighting domestic terrorism and a lot of times arabs yeah and it's like that kind of captured then like where the population was feeling at the time mm-hmm. you know it's like I, I to a certain degree i feel like with like big entertainment like that people sort of the things that rise to the top is people showing sort of like the population showing their feelings through their dollars and their eyeballs. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of then sense like, oh, this is the fears that people had. These were the anxieties people had. Yeah. These were the hopes that people had. This is like obviously like what the nation was kind of like thinking about and dealing with outside of their just normal day in and day out grind. Yeah. You know, and so you start kind of seeing, you know, these little things that like we identify with these stories in some subconscious or conscious way. And that's why we're going to them. Yeah. Um, and the ones that don't do as well, then it's obvious that people don't care about it as much, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, like, even in the, like, current superhero movies, like, there's the last few ones that have come out from Marvel, there's, like, a big push on, like, representing, like, the power of women. Yeah. You know, and that the women superheroes are just as strong and powerful as the men, if not even better. Yeah. Uh, you know, Captain Marvel is the strongest of them all, and she's a woman. You know, in, in, um, in game, <laughs> all the women gather together and take the thing from Spider-Man, who's like the most iconic yeah. hero in Marvel over time, and say, don't worry, we got this. Yeah, We don't need you, Spider-Man. We can do it. Like that, I think, says something that like we all just like, you know, people cheered in the, yeah. in the, in the yeah. theater and move on, you yeah. know? But it's like from a Scorsese standpoint, it's like, no, that's saying something about our culture right now that like 10 years from now, 20 years from now, like people would be able to look back and be like, this was the time yeah. where... Th- like women rights and women's power was a really big push yeah. in the United States yeah. and in the culture, you know? So it's like kind of like capturing. Yeah. Little, little capsules of, of culture. And yeah. Time. And in, in a yeah. way it actually captures it like in a more pure way mm-hmm. than like a Scorsese movie, because he's like trying to say something specific in this more independent sort of way that may or may not be actually like culturally accepted yeah. at the time Yeah, where you're like big blockbuster movies they are specifically making stuff that the audience wants to see. Yeah. And so it's better capturing where the audience is at at that moment. When did Jaws, Jaws came out in the 70s? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, wasn't that kind of like a uh, little um, commentary on like Nixon because the mayor was like kind of putting people's lives at danger for the sake of, you know, that's kind of the whole Vietnam kind of, I don't know, I could be wrong, but, um, and Jaws is, 1975. Deep, deep blockbuster, you know. And, uh, Jurassic Park is a commentary on capitalism, and you know, like it's yeah, and all these different yeah, things. Yeah, and um, uh, well, and 
Jurassic Park was originally a book. Yeah. So, um, so it's hard to say what the initial reasoning for the book was. It's yeah. capitalism. Well, but I'm saying yeah. like as far as Spielberg might not have Spielberg might have just been turning a famous book into a movie. That's what he was doing, yeah. 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 Versus like him like trying to say yeah. a message. Yeah, the the original book was about capitalism yeah. Yeah. where Spielberg just well, made yeah. a dinosaur movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um so I, I guess that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. want to give Spielberg too much credit for trying to be like yeah. culturally pushing yeah. something more so than just making a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um but um yeah, Schindler's List wasn't about. Well, that that definitely was him <laughs> doing something good. Um, but uh, the post. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I I think that. But anyways, I think that's something that like like Norman Rockwell like captured a yeah. sense of what the population was actually feeling. Yep. And the population proved that they were feeling that by buying a ton of them. Yeah. By being like massively successful, you know. Um, and especially now, like the big studios, like they are obviously wanting to make something that the audience wants yeah. and likes. So they're they're specifically trying to figure out what what does the current audience, mass audience in America want to see in their stories, and then they go and make it. Mm-hmm. And then when it's super successful, they obviously succeeded. Yeah. So it's like that's a good way of seeing like this is where our culture is at by seeing what stuff we're watching and liking, you know. Yeah. And to me, like. That is definitely a version of art. Yeah. You know, like that's absolutely. a great use of yeah. cinema to capture this is where our country's at right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the danger of having these old directors kind of speak because the longer they're in something, I mean, it's all, it is the you either die to hear or you live long enough to yeah, see yourself. Exactly. Kind of feeling, you yeah. know, like. I'm sure young Scorsese and old Scorsese think somewhat alike. I'm sure young Scorsese would be like, ugh, superhero and all yeah. that stuff. Probably just like he was about Westerns. Ugh, Westerns. Yeah, but he might be a little more open to listen. Now, where old Scorsese is just like, I ha- he's having to compete with superhero movies. And yeah. he's like, why aren't people wanting to go see my mobster movie when people are seeing these superhero movies? It's like, think about it in real life. You had the choice to see a mobster story or soup like gods. Yeah. In real like that's just a real life scenario. Yeah. You're always gonna go with the gods. Yeah. You know, like that's the thing. Is yeah. we wanna see the things that are like beyond human capability, but also Marvel does a good job of telling human stories within that. And so I think Scorsese is thinking, Oh, it's just a whole bunch of people smash smash, you know, boom boom. Yeah. Which sure that would be like a theater, but even then that's still, like, why do we like war movies? <laughs> you yeah. know, why do we yeah. like these things? We want to see explosions. Yeah. There's still yeah. a sense of art in the almost mind-blowing aspect yeah. of things. Yeah, well, and, and um, even, like, his mobster movies that were happening at the time, when they were really popular, The Godfather and all that kind of stuff, that was a time in American history when there always did feel like there was this corruption behind the curtain. Yeah. You know, I mean, the the Godfather logo is, you know, somebody doing the marionette. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, controlling the strings, basically pulling the strings. And, the, you know, in that 60s, 70s time period was Nixon and all that stuff where it just always, you know, where people at that time felt like there are people who are corrupt and are in power and they're pulling all the strings and yeah. us smaller people are the ones that pay the consequences. Yeah. You know, and so it's like that's why the mobster movies were successful at that time because that's what people felt, you know, and they identified with it in the movie, you know. So, um, you know, I I feel like that's even some of his success over the years has come from 
the same thing that now makes Marvel movies successful. Yeah. Um, now, uh, switching to agreeing with Scorsese yeah. out of possibility, yeah. do you think there are any movies out there that you would say, that's not cinema, that's just trash? DC. Uh- <laughs> I mean, I was thinking of like movies like Sharknado. Or <laughs> yeah, or movies like um, I wish I've never seen Sharknado, but movies like um, uh, Scary Movie, all those yeah. like you know yeah. those or you know the what was they had a couple of them where they were like they were the spoof movies, what all those mm-hmm. different spoof movies are, um, or would you still say those are a form of cinema? Yeah, I think um, like are we saying cinema is cinema is cinema? Yeah, or are we like no, ninety percent of movies are cinema, ten percent is just grotesque dumb movies that people make just to make money yeah yeah i think um do we have any film snobbishness in us todd oh of course (laughs) i think so i think there is a level of taste that you know like we don't eat mcdonald's yeah and a big majority of the people do you know so it's just like the reality is that doesn't sit with our stomachs well. Yeah. Even though they have great oatmeal. They do uh, have great oatmeal. <laughs> good oatmeal. They do. Um, but uh, so there are movies that like you kind of do a double take when yeah. people say they like because you're like, I obviously I have a podcast where I argue with right. Lewis, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's definitely a snobbery, I think. But would you call those movies that you don't like, would you say like Scorsese? Those aren't real cinema. That's just that's just theme parks. I don't even think it's theme parks. <laughs> I think it's like well, that I mean, dumpster would you, fire. Would you, what would you go to that level? Would you just say that's bad cinema, or would you say that's not cinema at all? Yeah, yeah. Because I think yeah. What I I would say <laughs> it's not cinema at all. You would say some, it's not. Yeah, cinema Yeah, because all? I think there are some movies that like you could tell there's no effort given. Yeah, and I think there needs to be like when you say like. Like something like a Marvel movie is not cinema. You're, I mean, essentially just discrediting all of those people who work yeah. really hard to make it really, really yeah. good. And I know people who worked on those sets. I know the people care, you know, yeah. and the fandoms care and all that stuff. But there are movies that, like, you truly like, um, that are just coming out of hiding that you're. I mean, the world is full of so many bad movies. Like when we do the film festivals. You see how many bad movies there are, and it doesn't. The plot doesn't make sense. It doesn't. I mean, sure, it's got a camera, yeah, and that's great. But at a certain point, it's like, is this just a home video? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I consider a lot of my stuff that I made growing up not cinema, but it has a camera, it has audio, it has all these different things. So I think cinema, there is a parameter in the sense of like there needs to be a script. Like a cohesive script. There needs to be good acting. Yeah. There needs to be, you know, interesting choices. I think there, cause there is something about cinema that, like, every choice they make is very deliberate and, like, purposeful. Like, Michael Colleone getting the gun, and in that moment, the subway is passing by and it's showing, you know, most people just think, oh, it's just whatever. But we know because we know cinema, that this was him changing over, going to the dark side. That yeah. that moment in time was where he could have walked away, yeah. but seeing that. So where a lot of movies, like, I'm trying to think, The Room, 
is that art? <laughs> the room could be art uh, with Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> yeah, so I think I would probably. I don't know. It's hard. To... Um, I think I would be in the camp of cinema is cinema is cinema. Mainly off of the fact that, like, if a four-year-old draws a picture, yeah, and then somebody says, "Well, that's not art." It's like, well, yeah, it's not Michael. It's not Da Vinci. Yeah, you know, it's not Michelangelo, but. Like they all also started out drawing little That's true. scribbles. Yeah. Like so it's that not now would be considered art because yeah. Michelangelo. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you know, so to me I'm like, I would say it's still cinema, it's just bad cinema. Yeah. You yeah. know, like I think that's what, and then that's where like my taste as a filmmaker and a film critic, film lover, you know, like and just a just a general audience. So the tears of a banker is uh Yeah, I mean I I would say like, yeah, I mean I think everybody like I mean if I went and painted something and hung it up yeah. in the high, yeah. like people might nine out of ten people might say that's the worst thing I've ever seen. That's true. But it's still art, it's just bad art. Yeah. You know, so I feel like that would be more where I would define things. Like McDonald's is still food. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You're with still you. a chef. I mean yeah. somebody had to like decide yeah. what the ingredients are and like figure it out, even if it's some chef at McDonald's and then everybody else just replicates it. You know, some you know, at corporate McDonald's and then everybody else is just replicating it yeah. in the stores. I don't want to eat it right. because I think it's bad food. Yeah. But I'm not saying it's not still a prepared dish yeah, yeah someone somebody, made the effort to yeah do somebody like yeah. figured it out put the ingredients together yeah. i mean there's still like a uh, science and art to what they did yeah. it's just i don't think they did a good job yeah so i feel uh, that that's a better that's a better way so i think that's yeah. probably the camp i'd fall into which is why then when film snobs are like that's not art i'm like well no it's just in your opinion bad art yeah and which is totally fine everybody's has because it's all subjective yeah. i mean i know people who love sharknado you know um, obviously the people who made Tears of a Banker, which is this horrible movie that played at Riff a few years ago or like five or six years ago. But uh, obviously the people who made it yeah. thought it was good yeah, uh, because they made it or you hope that they liked yeah. it. Um, so I think that's probably where, and like the stuff that we would have made back in the day when we were younger that now we're like, oh, that stuff isn't very good. It's just the fact that we were the four-year-old drawing a bad picture. Yeah. And, but it's like, you know, the process of learning the craft is making something bad initially. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, well, it was just bad, bad cinema. Yeah. But it still had the elements of creating, trying to create emotion, trying to be intentional, trying yeah. to make something good. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it goes back to. I think if you're making a yeah, TV show or a exactly. movie with an actual story, yeah. I think that's where, like, I would almost say if, if you're using – if something comes out of a camera and is edited, it's either cinema, if you mm -hmm. want to put like quotes around it, cinema, or it's a video. Yeah. And I feel like a video of something would be more home videos. Like yeah, just documenting. Just capturing yeah. a moment. Yeah. You know? Um, but if you're actually trying to tell some kind of story or evoke yeah. some kind of emotion, that is cinema. then that falls into the cinema yeah. category. And if you fail miserably at it and That's it okay. sucks, <laughs> it's still cinema. It's yeah. just really bad. Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's with going back to why we have a problem with what Scorsese said is that it is this elitism where he's like, you're not even in my world. And it's like the whole idea is like you need what we love when Spielberg says like anyone can be a director. You know, we love hearing those things from people who are the best. Yeah. You know, we love hearing from like Michael Jordan saying you can be MJ one day or you can be. 
Whereas Scorsese is essentially like, don't even try out. Don't even pick up a, a camera. Yeah. If and you're going to be a superhero, you're not even in my league. Yeah. And, and like, I think well, sports is a good example yeah. of to like compare it to. It's like nobody would say the kid who's dribbling a basketball at four years old isn't playing basketball. Right. They're not playing basketball like Michael Jordan. Yeah. But they're they're playing basketball. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where I fall into the category of like, you know, we're all making movies. Yeah. Um, they're just making really good ones, mm-hmm. and we're not. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's a better way to look at it. And at the end of the day, it's all subjective. Scorsese is entitled to his opinions. We're just saying. We disagree. We disagree, and that yeah. he's a snob. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll still go see his movies. Yeah, and I'm and, excited about the Irishman. Yeah, and to be honest, we've always known he was a snob, so yeah. that that isn't a surprise. Um, but it was interesting to talk to you about your your feelings on it, and I, like I said, I thought we probably would agree, yeah. um, and I bet most of the people that are listening probably agree. But if you are a film snob and you're listening, we still love you. Mm-hmm. We wrap our our um, on judgmental, non-judgmental arms around you and give you a big hug and say, you're still welcome to be with us. That's right. You and Scorsese and all the other film snobs, you're still our friends. You're still our friends. And we'll still go make movies with (laughs) you. And we hope one day you'll consider what we do (laughs) as cinema. Did you, uh, (laughs) James, just because I was thinking about this, you know, Marvel, they're selling the Infinity Saga, like special collector's edition. Oh, yeah. Huge thing. You want to guess how much it is? Yeah, it's like 100 bucks or something, right? Five hundred forty-five dollars. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like this: the whole collection. Wow. Five hundred forty-nine bucks, and someone's like, "Yeah, that's gonna be a no for me." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, they, the American Idol. Yeah, dog, it's gonna be a no for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like that's too much. Yeah. Five hundred forty-nine bucks. Yeah. Well, like it better have something super special about it. it better have Thanos glove in there, like the <laughs> yeah. Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> It's like, oh my gosh. Just Tony Stark's heart. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, dang. Yeah, totally. But. All right, well, Todd, it was a pleasure, as always. As always. Well, we'll see how The Irishman, uh, another Mopsa movie. Yes, and out. we hope that one day, we hope that one day Scorsese either says that our stuff is cinema or we just show up on his radar enough <laughs> that he trash talks us too. That's an honor. I mean, that's what uh, Robert Downey Jr. said. He's like, I appreciate his opinion. Like, it's amazing. Though. Yeah, <laughs> He's exactly. Like, I'm glad that we're a big enough deal that yeah. Scorsese cares enough to say something. Chiching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, till next week, folks. We'll see you later. This has been a Studio Red production. For more, go to studioredmedia.com.